If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. What is the long-term effect of too much information? Information, information, I just need some information. I've been dying, I've been dying. Is it lack of education? I've been reading, I've been reading without any transformation. I'm addicted, I'm addicted. Is it overstimulation? Hey. Welcome to the Success Report. The Success Report. Hear ye, hear ye, come one, come all. You are listening to the Sixth Sense Report with Joel Nikoloff and Darnell Samuels. Bro, we're going way back with a classic here. Yep, yep. We're going to talk about good old... My name is Kanyeezy from the Rock of Fam. Where the Glocks don't jam, but when we pop, they scram. We showed you on the champions so we get down. So don't twist your lip up like Bobby Brown. Oh, well, well, that was a classic, but I was talking about the OG who helped us start the show. Oh, you mean Anthony B. Mitchell? Uh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> okay, okay. The the podcaster extraordinaire. The uh, Madden Mitchell Media. The album review guy. <laughs> uh, but why don't you uh, say hello, Anthony, and let tell, let the good people know you're here. What's What's going on, guys? What's going on? Uh, let me say first off, it's it's cool to be a part of this because yeah, yeah, I remember when we were uh, starting this off and. You guys were recording in uh, in my living room. Um, we have the pictures to prove it yeah. too. So yeah, no, no, no. This is good. So yeah, yeah. So without, without Anthony, there would be no Sixth Sense report. Yeah, facts. This is true. But but yes, partially true. But I think what you guys have the idea that you guys started off with um, was was perfect already as it, as it was. I kind of just was there to kind of help nudge it along. So to see where yeah, by nudge it on, you mean with it? You mean you actually did all the grunt work <laughs> to make it a, a podcast? But yeah, sure, nudge it along. But it was, we'll, we'll call it that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was it was it, it was an honor, and I, the fact that I get to you know be a part of it in this in this capacity is is really dope, mm-hmm. really cool, kind of full circle situation. So, congratulations on continuing, and uh, you know, looking forward to still hearing more yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, so. thanks, man. But you know, we don't just have you on the show for your good looks, and uh, because you're our <laughs> one of our inside man, you're our inside guy. But and, yep. and we're not on video, so right, your good looks would be irrelevant. But yeah. Right, but <laughs> I was. I'm like. I'm trying to think. Am I supposed to take that as a this? Or yeah, no, like, no. Actually, no. It's a compliment. It's, what is? What are you trying to say, Darnell? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I, I figured the so. reason why I say is because, you know, you well, you are a professional album review guy, and you uh, mm-hmm. and you have, you have a lot of stake and street credibility when it comes to album reviews and. And the Christian music genre, not just Christian hip hop, but, Christ, but Christian music um, as a whole. Um, and so we thought it would be yeah. best to bring on somebody who uh, knows what they're talking about and has some kind of insight into the culture. So you're that guy. So why don't you yeah. uh, give people background yeah. on on who you are and what you do? Yeah. Well, again, like the guy said earlier, I'm Anthony B. Mitchell. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I essentially... My, my start or my love for music kind of just started, you know, at a young age, um, growing up listening to mostly gospel music. And then as a musician later on, um, or a drummer, my dad actually encouraged my sister and I to, to listen to music outside of what we were familiar with, which was mostly gospel music and, um, some jazz here and there and a little bit of reggae. But, um, you know, I started like diving into rock and started diving into, dance and um you know you name it even country music um and just trying to take it take it all in 
And then, of course, I had a point in my life where I was like, yeah, it was all hip hop. And funny enough, the guy that we're going to be talking about today is is one of the reasons why I really got into like wanting to make um, to be a producer or a beat maker. Um, he was one of the reasons why I was like so excited about, you know, playing around with Fruity Loops or Reason uh, for those who know about, um, you know, those uh, digital audio workspaces that are out there. And um, now leading up to this to today where I actually work for an organization called Overflow Ministries Group, where I, I basically curate um, Christian playlists. So whether it's hip hop, whether it's reggae, whether it's pop you know, or even Soka, you name it. I'm really trying to dive deep and um, and digging and finding like really amazing artists that, you know, glorify God through their music. Okay, okay. And what about your work with the famous and legendary DJ Wado? <laughs> yeah, um, so man, that was that was a crazy time. That was a very enjoyable time. Um I actually I started actually it started with me doing a co-op um for University of Toronto's radio station um and from there I was like I definitely want to get into radio and I I studied radio and broadcasting at Humber College um and after that um I got an opportunity to connect with DJ Wado and while I was connecting with him and building with him I wanted to work with him and before him and I actually started working what I would do is I would create imaging pieces so the imaging pieces like you know the voiceover guy the deep voice that says you know you're listening to you know insert station name here and uh, I would create those pieces for him for his for his podcast and yeah he, he enjoyed it and got to a point where I was doing that constantly and he was like you do you want to just you know make this an ongoing thing where you actually produce the show and if you go back to episode 100 that's the episode where um i could say that was our official mark of me continuing to work with him for about three years so i was the producer for the wait radio show for about three years and and um i got the opportunity he gave me the opportunity to be really creative and till this day like it's i i'm grateful for that opportunity because of that opportunity it, it landed again me in the situation that i'm in today um, so yeah. yeah, no, no, that's good. Cause, uh, and you also moved out to New Jersey just to do the work. Yeah, that man, I see, I'm, I'm trying not to, <laughs> I'm trying to keep to your time, bro. I could, I no, could go no, on no, and, I, and I talk think, about I think the it's whole important story, to but... show that, you know, you're dedicated yeah. to the genre <clears throat> and not just, uh, some, you know, passerby guy who just, who just jumped into the genre, yeah. but you, but you have a lot of stake in the culture and you've done a lot. Um, right. You know, I I mean that experience was was interesting and and honestly a, a god god situation too because it was like, um, I was my mom didn't want me to leave and she wanted me to stay and do an internship here but I was like no I want to do my internship with Wado and I'm like I want to make this happen but it's like I couldn't stay at his place to do it and we found out that my mom's cousin lived in New Jersey but we didn't know exactly where. And when we put it in the map, it turned out he lived literally 10 minutes away from where Wade lived. So it, it just I ended up staying there and I would just travel to his place, um, you know, during the week. And then on the weekends, I would just, you know, chill and do my thing. But um, but yeah, man, it was it was a, an amazing experience. And it was my first time being away from my family um, in mm -hmm. that capacity. So, yeah, man, I gotten I've gotten the opportunity. I was there for a lot of, you know, ups and downs. 
And I think the biggest down, and if you listen to Christian hip hop, you know, if I mention Ambassador the and truth. Uh, yeah. the truth, you know, I don't really need to go into, into any detail about that. But let, we'll just say that that was like a, a situation actually people bring up even today. But it's it's one of those things that kind of, you know, definitely rocked a lot of us, especially people that have listened to the music for 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 years. But for so for some of the people who don't know who Kanye is or could care less, and probably listening to the episode, like man, look at this foolish, look at this worldliness, six cents <laughs> report. Well, let's let's try to explain oh why why we're um why Kanye why we're talking about him. And it's not because of the mega hat. No, that too. I think I think that too. But but you guys, yeah. So but what would you guys say why this is an important concept or? Um, piece of uh, news. I I think it's simple. It's Kanye. You know, um, I think that's the reason why everyone's talking about it. Um, you know, people that, and again, you have you literally have everybody that either are fans of Kanye West, are either fans of Christian music, or are just people that are kind of interested and curious about you know, his conversion, um, and kind of wondering, okay, like how, how real is this? Is this actually serious or is this just like him messing with us? And, um, I don't know. I mean, I've listened to it and I'm just like, okay, it's, it, it opened, it's opened up a lot of conversation and dialogue to the point where on, on Twitter, you know, Jesus is King is trending. Um, whether you want to take that as, you know, Oh, that's the name of his album or just something that's facts that Jesus is king either way people are talking about it so what would you say Joel uh i mean it's you know i've heard a lot of people be really reserved like leading up to the album release like a couple like cross politics shows and whatnot or fight laugh feast network just talking like you know with a critical eye towards him because there's like such a spotlight on him you know, it's kind of like, I don't know if you guys ever remember seeing the, like, headlines about there was, did, somehow there was a thought that, like, Eminem got saved. I don't know, this was, like, two years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Actually, I think there was a, there's a track on, um, there's a track he did, like, years ago when he was really young. I think that was considered potentially a Christian See, well, that's song. why we have you on the show, man, because I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't know about I, that. I, but. I could be incorrect on that. Yeah, it could be. I remember someone, but it, it could have been a reach. Um, no pun intended, but it could have been a reach. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I could be totally wrong about that. But, but my point was like, yeah. you know, there was this like buzz around. Oh, is Eminem saved? Is you know, and like, and so I just thought of like, it, it was a bit of reminiscent of like that kind of like, you know, when it first came up, there's a lot of like critical sort of reserved like wait i don't want to judge anyone and 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 everyone's kind of been like okay i'm not going to say anything until we see fruit or we see like you know substance because for the most part it was very like almost rumor ish or gossip ish in the way that we were hearing about it um and you're only getting a snippet here and a clip here right but now like i mean you know, you take, especially for Kanye being an artist, you know, he puts out a, a an album, you know, it's, it's, I would presume his recent life on, you know, on display because, you know, that's how he portrays himself most of the time. Right. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so I think it's it's good to engage because for many Christians, you know, it's too it's too easy to just kind of be like, okay, whatever the media says or whatever somebody says about this. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of Christians out there like, you know, jumping on him in a negative way too soon. Um, and then you've probably got too many Christians jumping on him in a positive manner, um, like overemphasizing this just as like, you know, jumping Definitely. on the bandwagon kind of idea. So, um, Definitely. yeah, I think I think discussing the album actually gives way to um, evaluate where he's at and, and what does this mean? Yeah, I would add that the reason why this is important is because I would say... Kanye is an icon. And when I mean icon, I mean a person that like tra- transcends their their genre. So like for example, I would say Allen Iverson is an icon. Because it's not even about basketball at that point, about his impact on the culture as a whole. Uh so like for Kanye, uh we know, right? Uh he he has his own fashion line. He's also sparked other fashion lines. Right, like Fear of God, uh, who just did a, a Nike collab, and then you have um, uh, Off White. Right, so so you have the these brands um, that are even even his shoe deals with Adidas and Nike, and his shoes outselling uh, other major sneakers, and it's one of those things where like everything he touch is coveted. And a person that wields that kind of power um, and that kind of influence, uh, you know, you can't ignore him. It's kind of like Paul, you know, reciting the poets of his day and being aware of who's who and what people are listening to. So that's why, uh, you know, I think it's it's good for us to talk about uh, Kanye and his his impact on the culture. Even like, you know, we're going to talk about music, but like, you know, what about politically? and his impact politically and how he has kind of become like uh, this um, paradigm, I guess, for lack of a better term, for like black political thought because mm-hmm. he's a Trump supporter, right? <laughs> and, you know, so so he's, he's a Republican. So it's one of those things where people are like, okay, well, whoa, you know, black people are supposed to hate Trump. So how can you have... This guy who wields so much influence, uh, be aligned with Trump, right? And then you know he you know he's get catching a lot of flack for that, and even his peers have kind of you know in a sense turned on him. But he's kind of stood on his own and and spoken against his peers and against uh, most of the, the the black community that has spoken against him. But for those people, other blacks who he represents, that's a big deal, and that's a good point of discussion. For people who are saying, okay, well, you know, Trump's a racist and, you know, no black person can support him. So that's the start of a good conversation. Now, on the flip side, mm-hmm. on the other side of the coin, and now he's a Christian, right? Uh, following this, you know, supposedly white Jesus. And so now that <laughs> raises another question where you're like, okay, wait a minute. You know, a public figure outrightly proclaiming Christ, especially a person is if I think it's fair for me to say to call, you know, Kanye is super worldly. He's a, he's a really worldly dude. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, it's safe, safe to, to say, say yeah, he's a pretty worldly dude. <laughs> and so when you, when you heard um, his interview with, 
um Zane Lowe. Yeah, yeah, Zane Lowe. Zane, Zane Lowe. Lowe. Zane Lowe My on guy. um Beat One. Yeah, Beats, Beats one. one. And on that uh interview, it was like an hour and fifty four minutes and they were like on a ranch in in I think it was Wyoming. Yeah, and it yeah. was just and you know, he was just there alone making beats and and and, and doing his thing and, and focusing on what on his craft. But it was a good interview and it got a lot of insight into him as a person and where uh, God has brought him. Uh, what'd you guys think of the interview? Man, I thought. Well, I mean, first off, I'm I'm a Zane Lowe fan, so I, I like to listen to a lot of the interviews that he conducts because I think he's um, someone that tries to um, tries to dig deep. And I'm glad that in this interview when he spoke to him, because um, I don't know, I don't think Zane Lowe's Christian himself mm-hmm. per se. I'm no, not too not. sure, but. Um, but yeah, but he could have easily, um, you know, turned it in, in the conversation around and, um, you know, made could have easily questioned his, his beliefs and his faith and, and, and stuff. But he, I, I felt like he was balanced. He was fair, um, and asking genuine questions and then even challenging him on, on other things like, you know, Hey, like you used to do this, but how do you, how do you, um, you know, wrestle with that, the temptations that you used to deal with compared to now. So, um, yeah, so I think the, the interview was great. Um, I, I'll be honest, I didn't get a chance to get get through all the, get to uh, get through yeah, all pretty the long. end of it. Sorry. but Yeah, um, that's why, bro, yeah, you got to listen to everything on um, two times speed. <laughs> I know you do that, Joel. I don't know how you, I don't know how you do that. Uh, it's hilarious. But, um, but yeah, maybe I should have done that this time around. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but it was, it was good to even, even him talking about his, you know, I mean, the reality is the, him talking about his family, it was those moments where I'm like, okay, I, I rem, it's a reminder of to, to myself that, you know, Kanye, as big as he is and how, how impactful he is, he's also a human being, right? Um, he's a father, he's a husband. Um, so a, a lot of the, the, the things that people, you know, talk about him in a, in a negative light, yeah, I'm just like, I can't imagine what he's going through. And personally, I kind of wish like everything that he was dealing with, um, you know, I, I kind of wish it wasn't as public because then I, that I feel like that allows him to breathe a little bit more and, um, to just walk through his journey. Um, with people that you know definitely care about him as opposed to having people on social media you know question everything um and he even bring he even brings it up in in the album as well um but you know funny enough he he mentions the christians which is is definitely something that's happened is happening right now but there's also the people that aren't christians and right away just think this album this whole album is trash and i'm just like i don't know how you can say that actually someone someone on my timeline i don't know how we're friends on facebook <laughs> but said that he has a music degree and was like yeah this whole album is crap i'm like i don't i don't understand how you have a music degree and you're saying that this album is it, it sucks basically i'm just like it wasn't it wasn't a horrible album i mean probably could be better but i think i think you got to realize again that he's coming from a place where it's getting, he's he's new to the faith faith technically or he's re reborn or he's being reintroduced into the faith again because i think that was like late in the, in the Zane Lowe interview i think near the end he was mentioning his dad right. being saved or something um so right. i'm guessing he has and and think of how old he is you know culturally he would have had right. some even let's say christian moral ethic 
instilled in him coming up yeah. through the the school system probably in the time that he did he's a little bit older actually maybe not because he's not right. that much older than us i guess right and then we'll also even going back to just jesus walks yep. like i mean you know that was like for a lot of people that was like oh he's christian and <laughs> a lot of people right a lot of christians wanted to claim him um to the point where i think I believe I, I'm gonna have to double check this afterwards, but I believe it was either the Stellar Awards or the Dove Awards were going to nominate him for um, an award, and a lot of the Christian hip hop artists back then uh, were upset about that because there were no hip hop categories um, wow. back then. Because a lot of a lot of people thought the idea of Christian hip hop was wrong; it was bad. Now, obviously, pe- people are are aren't necessarily against that because you have uh, labels that are still, um, you know, that are forming and that are, are being created and are a part of these award ceremonies, um, that aren't just reach records. So, um, so yeah, it just, it's just interesting how that works, but yeah, from, even from Jesus walks, I think that's why I say reintroduction. Cause he, there is, there was something there. It just, you know, he just wasn't focused on it, obviously. So now that he's focused on it, I think this is, uh, a showing of what he's been feeling in this change. So I think what's going to happen now is now we're, now it's going to be interesting to see what happens when he comes out with another project or if he does come out with another project. So, um, I think so. I can't remember the title. Um, I think he's planning to drop a Christmas album. Jesus is born or something like that. Um, so mm. I, okay. So I saw that title, but I don't know if that was, I didn't read into it. So I don't know if, if that was uh was that real or uh, I'm not sure cuz I didn't read into it. I just saw the t- the title and I was like, okay, I don't I don't know if I believe that. I think um unless I think there's just so much hype around the situation. I think he said it in the Zane, at the end of the Zane Lowe interview. Um if I remember hmm. correctly. Unless I listen I'm trying to remember if I listened to anything else today or if I just listened to the Zane Lowe, but I did I did hear it come out of his mouth that he's planning to drop it for Christmas. Um, Jesus is born, mm. I think was the name of it. So if that's what you said, the headline you saw, so, you know what, that would, that would make sense. Cause I think the cover for the Jesus is King, um, the Jesus is King album. I think it said an A side. Um, I'm going to have to double check that. But, oh, okay. Yeah. So this would um, be like B side is Jesus is born. Yeah, probably because, that and that would make that yeah that would make sense actually if that's the case because uh, someone brought it up um, I'm just gonna double check but someone did bring it um, new songs I think it was the AR one three three one A yeah I think that I don't know that might be the A side I'm not 100 percent sure but we'll yeah I saw that we'll I didn't know what that meant. again usually during these yeah usually these I I'm not 100 percent sure what it means but I think it's someone did say it was audio recording. AR1331 and then someone else I know kind of digged even deeper about the 33 and I don't want to get into that conversation that's <laughs> but deep but, um, conspiracy theory but yeah yeah exactly and I'm just like okay but um but yeah I it's a possibility that um that could be the B side so we'll see we'll see what happens but ultimately like I said before like I said earlier I'm to you guys that like i'm i'm kind of over the conversation but because it's you guys i i want to have this i don't mind having this conversation and dialogue but personally i'm just like yeah we'll, we'll wait and see um i'm too i'm too busy worrying about you know my life and what's going on yeah. to <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. be stuck mm-hmm. on it <laughs> I, so 
the Zane Lowe interview. I thought it it definitely mm-hmm. gave me a lot of insight what led up to this album. Um, even you know probably the last like mm-hmm. three four years for Kanye, um, just in you know his experience with. Um, you know, the public with respect to, I think he said he was like, did he get hospitalized for mental illness? Um, yeah. yeah. So, yes. you know yeah. what that meant. And he was saying like, I think, you know, even when he went and met Trump, like people are just, Oh, he's crazy. Right. Like they're just, he talked about, they are just like throwing yeah, that right, around. Right. Right. That's being thrown around as like just mm-hmm. a way to dismiss him. Um, so yes. I would say for, for Christians, yes. you know, you're, you're going to see that probably come out more and more. With respect, especially if he continues down this path of, you know, promoting the gospel, promoting Christ. Um, the thing I thought was really good, you know, you, you definitely saw an aspect of humility to Kanye's character within this interview that. Right. And that was. That, yeah, it's foreign there. to everything I've ever seen about him. You know, I think even, you know, go back to the the Taylor Swift scenario as a prime example. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right? Like, that is... Well, but, like, that is the total opposite of being humble. And even though it wasn't about him, the fact that, you know, he was willing to be like, okay, my opinion here, I need to tell the world. Right? Like, that, to me, is an example of, like, the lack of humility. Um and and not in a, you know not trying to be overly critical of him but just like there was a, and and when i say humility i don't just simply mean like you know not prideful like humility and and like with respect to even the talking about his uh sexual you know sexual addiction and pornography mm. and and stuff like that yeah. just like the transparency to me was like you know as as someone who like i didn't i didn't follow kanye a lot but I knew who he was. I listened to probably almost most of his albums. Not not lately because I haven't really listened to much hip hop in the last like five ten years. But but you know, coming out of high school and through university, you know, every time he dropped an album, I got to check it out, see what it sounds like. You know, check out his stuff. Um, you know, there's it, it. You see that he's a different person. You know, and and like you just see there's a reshaping of his character. Um, and to me this interview like you can't walk away from this interview and be like oh yeah and there's no way he's saved or in you know in a manner of like he's engaged with christian community and it's having an influence on him right so that i mean that that was a big takeaway it's for me it's from the yeah i think even going back to that conversation about you know the the, the pornography part like i think that was definitely uh the part that I was kind of like, oh, wow, okay, he's really going in on this. And, yeah, that was the part for me where I was like, okay, yeah, there's definitely a, a change. It seems like he's he's really even just thinking about, you know, what he used to do and what he considered to be a god. I mean, even including himself, you know. Um, but I, I feel like there's parts of him that's still very similar. Like when he brought up the whole uh, idea of the dome, um, when he was building the, I guess the, the tent on his, mm-hmm. on his property and how that they had to knock down his dome and, um, how he equated that to essentially like it's, it's more than just the actual, I guess, tent, but it's also like him as a person, like they're knocking me down and going as far as to, uh, report about it in the media when they could easily just say, 
oh, no, you have to take that down. It doesn't meet this requirement in regards to the laws of whatever. And, you know, he takes it down and that's it. No problem, no issue. But they, they had to, you know, put it out in the media to kind of this idea of controlling, uh, trying to control him or at least control his, his narrative about him. So I, I, I always think those things are, are interesting, but I definitely feel like he's he's going through uh, a lot. And I think as um, I mean, if we if we know anything about the enemy, about, mm-hmm. you know, like he, he the enemy is always attacking in any in any and every way. And I feel like even up to his family is going to be, um, you know, caught in the crossfires of that because of the even the conversation that him and Kim had um, about you know, the clothes that she's wearing and how he feels about that now. And she even had a conversation. She she mentioned and replied to him that like, well, like you, you essentially created this, like you're a part (laughs) of it. Uh, And you know, how do, how do like, you're going through all these, these changes and everything. And that's great. But like, I'm not there with you. So right when I heard that, I was like, man, you know, the enemy's going to, the enemy's going to be working overtime just to, to, (laughs) right. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. And and every crack. There's a reason why, I again the conversation. I uh, if I'm not if I'm having a conversation about Kanye, it's if it's not about praying about him and his family, uh, I don't want to have another conversation about about it because it's like it's it's serious. You know, I think anybody in any in any situation, if they if there was an attack on their family, you'd want people to pray for you. Who would not want people to pray for 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 them uh, in those situations? So I really feel like because of where he was before. And, you know, and how high and how how high up he was, um, you know, he's essentially in this right now in this free fall motion. So while he's free falling, um, you know, people are attacking him and he's trying to it's, it's like he's trying to get back to, you know, getting getting rid of all the things that he, he knew before and really just be in service to God. So it's going to be it's going to be an interesting, interesting walk. But it's the reason why I said earlier, I kind of wish it wasn't as public because yeah, it would, it wouldn't be, it'd be very difficult. But again, you know, God gets the glory in all these situations and I don't, I don't know what he has planned. I mean, I would have, if you'd asked me, you know, years ago that Kanye West was going to be making a, a gospel album, I would have laughed mm-hmm. at you, you know, same thing. Well, with Snoop the, did. Uh, see, I was just about to bring up Snoop Dogg, but even, yeah, that too. <laughs> but that, Snoop, Snoop but that situation, that situation was a bit interesting. What about the DMX one? And I always tell people, <laughs> sorry. Okay, before we go to okay, let me let me finish let me finish let me finish my thought on Snoop Dogg, because with Snoop Dogg, his situation was he didn't come out saying that he's Christian now. He made his album because I think I believe it was either either for his grandmother or for his mom. He wanted to make her an, an album because I guess he the music that he's made in the past she couldn't listen to it, so um, he wanted to make something for her that she could listen to and. If you listen to the album in full, there's only maybe one or two tracks that he's actually on, but more or less the other tracks are just features from other prominent gospel artists. So, so no, I, I never really accepted that same way where, you know, he came out with the whole Snoop line thing and I was like, oh, how long is this going to last? And of course it lasted one album and that was that. Oh yeah, um, Snoop Lion. <laughs> but yeah, I know. I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see. I don't I don't equate Snoop Dogg's situation to to Kanye's. This is definitely very different. Um that, that's what I believe. And in regards to DMX, um hold on, he came out with a No, he said he was going to come he said he was going to do a gospel album. It's never I don't think he ever ended up releasing one. Um 
Okay, I was about to say, I don't remember hearing about that. And I'm surprised that I didn't hear about it because I right. feel like everyone would be talking about it. Yeah. But, um, um, but yeah, that'd be interesting too. So Anthony, so, Anthony, can you kind of expound on the impact in the arguments that happen in, in the context of Christian hip-hop and this <clears throat> album coming into the sphere of Christian hip-hop, even though... You know, Kanye was wasn't trying to do that. He was just trying to do what the Lord, what God is, what reflect what's going on in his life. But right. the the climate of Christian hip hop was kind of uh, like, Jeez. you know, rap about Jesus. You know, right. BPM. You know, uh, JPMs. You know, Jesus JPMs. Per, yeah, Jesus, Jesus per minute. minutes <laughs> per minute on an album um, in that argument. So can you kind of like touch on that quick and and just what what all the fuss is about for people who don't know. Um, so okay what it is is that for so long uh christian hip-hop has been around um you know going back i want to say to the maybe the 70s um but obviously you know it wasn't as years went by just people never took it seriously um because you're getting you're getting blowback from both sides you're getting blowback from the christians who believe that it is of the devil um and then you get the mainstream people who really think it's whack and it's corny so uh you know fast forward to um labels like cross movement um lamp mode records um you know it, it gave they gave people an opportunity to listen to something that you know was different from uh what you heard in the mainstream <clears throat> sure production wise it wasn't always there uh, even tunnel rats as well i gotta mention you know those guys too um you know or even going as far back as steven uh steven wiley um who was rapping around the same time uh, curtis blow was around um so like there's a lot of there's there's a, a, a long history of christian hip-hop has been around for a long time and and the work that's been done it's amazing i think is amazing um, mostly because it's just something I, I enjoyed digging for. And in regards to um, why a lot of people might be upset about this album um, is because, you know, it's, and I think it might be a flesh thing, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, if you think I'm wrong about this, but the idea that Kanye West can put this gospel album out and then all of a sudden it's like it's it's it seems like it's accepted, but I think what's happening as well is people aren't forgetting that on social media when you're you're following a certain group of people it 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 shapes what you see in that circle so you're not seeing that other people are on the outside saying this album is horrible and actually i saw i saw someone comment and said i don't really like christian hip-hop but um lecrae is better than than kanye like Lecrae's music is better than this this Jesus King is King album, whereas you have other people are like saying uh, the same th uh, something opposite of that, saying that you know Kanye West says Jesus on his album more times than Lecrae does. So <laughs> like it's it's just weird. That's yeah, rude. It's, it's, that's, it, that's disrespectful yo, too. But anyways, yo, go ahead. Man. Go ahead. Bro. Yo, trust me, trust me, trust me. I agree with you on that because I'm just like yo, people are out of hand right now. But again, I think it's because because people are so attached to um, a lot of these artists, like let's be real, like growing up, Lecrae, uh, The Truth, Ambassador, um, Shy Lin, um, Timothy Brindle, um, you know, the, the list goes on in regards to the artists that we would listen to and that we enjoyed. 
Um, so to have someone like Lecrae, uh, who was, you know, pretty prominent, um, you know, in like the thousands, like early 2000s, uh, like 2006, you know, with Jesus music and, um, and just, I'm sorry, 2006 wasn't, wasn't, uh, the year Jesus music came out. I don't think I gotta double check that again too, but just the fact that he, he's been around for a long time and then to have the switch where reach records started doing that thing where they're like, Oh, we're not Christian rappers, you know, and that even that conversation, sorry, I'm jump. I feel like I'm jumping all around. I apologize. But the reason you got to also understand too, the conversation of, are you a Christian rapper or a rapper that is Christian? A lot of people, you have one people on the side who think that it's important to talk about that. Whereas you have other people on the other side who don't want to be put in the box. And I think the people that consider themselves rappers that are Christian, um, the idea is was more around not wanting to, not exactly wanting to shun away from the idea of like, oh, I'm a Christian or the being ashamed of being a Christian. It was more because you saw Christian hip hop and right away anyone watched, saw that it was like, it's corny there was no opportunity for anyone to listen to the music and take it in. Um, just right away off, off top, it was just corny. So I think a lot of people wanted to be just like, well, I'm, I'm a rapper. Um, you know, and my, my views come out in my music. So I'm a Christian. Um, which a lot of people yeah, are. I'm a rapper who is Christian, not a Christian right. rapper. Right. So, and I think the idea was with Christian rapper, it was like, it was exclusive to people that are Christian. But there was arguments brought up like, well, you wouldn't if someone is Muslim, you wouldn't say they're a Muslim rapper. You just say they're a rapper. And let's be real. Like even even um, Wu-Tang, like Wu-Tang Clan was five. Was it five percent? Five percent. Yeah. Right. They they weren't called five percent rappers. (laughs) Rappers. Right. Like they weren't they weren't called that. They were just called rappers. They were a part of the hip hop community. So I think that's what uh, that was the issue. Now, fast forward to today with Kanye dropping this uh, album, you have a lot of artists who are like, uh, you know, we've been here, we've done this, we continue to do this, um, but no one is giving us, you know, no one's bigging us up for for doing that. Um, and then you have the other people that are like, this is corny because it's Christian. So it's it's weird. Again, this is represent a representation of my timeline because I have a mixture of different people um with opposing views but um then you have the other people that already you know that just simply don't like him because of his past so whether it's because of the mega situation because of the comp the comment he made about slavery uh because of you know people think he's a part of illuminati uh because because he called himself yeezus before um someone that's not christian on my time on my timeline on facebook mentioned that um you know, he wasn't, re- he hasn't been repented of the things he's done in the past, which I'm like, well, I, I think they're looking for a public repentance, but I'm like, even at that point, you know, if he repents publicly, are people going to still believe him? So it's, it's a, it's really a mixture, but it, it, for me, it's annoying because, um, a lot of the artists and I, I was listening to the album and it just made me think of the idea that I feel like Christian hip hop artists, yes, have been doing this, but it's also, it also goes to show you that they, there's talent there. We have talented artists. Um, 
and I say we because I've I'm steeped myself into the the, the Christian hip hop community for such a long time where I literally that's all I listen to most of the time. I, I don't really listen mm-hmm. to mainstream stuff. Um, you know, once in a while I'll dabble into it if I'm listening to a radio station. Well, you're always cura- curating um, a playlist, aren't you? I'm listening to Christian. Yes, but even in my spare time, like I'm usually listening to Christian music. Like it's not, and it's not even off of like, oh, I, I don't want to listen to secular music because you know I have my my reggae tunes, my you know my my '90s R&B and and '90s <laughs> hip hop or whatever that I'll 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 jump into from time to time. But for the most part, I I just prefer listening to the Christian artists that I that I curate a lot of the times, and there's a lot of great music out there. So '90s R&B is that what you put on for the wife to set the mood? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that for the, for the <laughs> mood, you know, when, we're, when we want to get into a dance party. But funny enough, I have a, a playlist called Forevermore that is also essentially, you know, essentially Christian love songs, if you will, for a lack of better term. I don't want to say Christian love songs. It sounds so weird. But um, but yeah, I found Christian I've, artists who sing a ballad, right, who sing a sing a ballad. So whether <laughs> it's it's about, you know, their wives or their husbands or, you know, when they were courting them. Like it's, it's, it's good. I mean, a lot of people have the conversation of like, oh, I want to be able to play my R&B. But then when you listen to the R&B from back in the day and even today, it's like, it's very raunchy. And it's like, do I really want to be listening to this? So it's like, okay, what's out there that's good that I can listen to and that mm-hmm. glorifies God and boom, I have the forevermore playlist. I mean, I'll send you the link, Joel. You can add it. Yeah, to we'll the, definitely uh, add it to the show notes. Yeah, 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 yeah add it to the show, show notes. notes but yeah. I mean, you yeah. can use that to, to set the mood. You know, if you're going out on date night, boom, you got yeah. that. But, yeah, but yeah, dope, all that, dope. all that to say that again, I think, again, I think the album is is there to, uh, to you know, spark a conversation, a dialogue, um, and that's that. You know, okay. I, I don't, and, and and it's just also an expression. He's a, he's an artist, so it's an expression of where he's at, and that's it. He mm-hmm. he's he's allowing he's he's kind of opening up the door a little bit for us to see okay there's this change and he's serious about it like the fact that he said yahweh on his album Mm. like i had that moment i was like yo no one like even if you had um doubt like no one that's trying to trick anybody's gonna go around just saying yahweh dropping yahweh no like (laughs) it's just it just doesn't make any sense it's the reason why i'm just like yeah i think i think we need to just focus on praying for him and then also continue focusing on our own lives uh, and, and dealing with the, old, the things that we, we are dealing with. But ultimately, man, this, this, this project, I think it was a great, I think it was a great project. I believe it was a great project. Um, I, I will listen to select songs from it. And then also another thing is um, I asked myself this question. I was like, would I add his album to any of my playlists? And I've made, personally, I made the decision to say no because um, my mission was always to um, give artists a platform that don't usually have a platform. So, quite frankly, Kanye West doesn't need to be on, you know, the hip hop playlist playlist that we that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing well. He's already on Spotify playlists everywhere else. So, him not being on our hip hop playlist is not going to be. I don't yeah. think he's going to really bat an eye at that. Right. Okay. So, That's good. That's good. So then, so what did you guys think of the album? Uh, well, I, you know, like I would say, you know, I, I pre- pretty much listened to it today on repeat just to like totally take it in. I, I It's weird for me. 
I, I didn't I wasn't able to do this, but I always said if I really wanted to like take in an album, I had to have it in my car just playing on repeat. Because I just became so immersed in it that I like started to know the album. Um but you know, to say, so I would say like I don't I don't have a uh I would say enough hours of listening to to judge it as as well as I normally would. Um but I would say I in I think phonetically or or you know the sounds i enjoyed Hmm. right so the way the album sounded um you know it sounded of high quality which helps of course um but in general like as i listened through the album i wasn't like oh this track is so annoying turn it off right like i wasn't skipping through any of the tracks um and there was a few uh that that stood out to me i i love i love the fact that um you know, Kanye got clips on our track oh, together. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I love how yeah. we push push everyone, a T and uh, everyone Malice. basically looks over the idea that there was a clips reunion without us even really thinking about it or noticing it. Yeah. Like it's just like it's yeah. a, I'm and, surprised and on, no one's on, really context, talking about context, that. Context, context, context. For those okay, people, so for, hold on, hold for on, for those people, for those people who yeah, don't yeah. know who the clips are, uh, the clips are a rap group from Virginia. Uh, came out under Pharrell, but but the main thing you need to know about them is that they're they're brothers, and what ended up happening was so there's it's, there's brothers, it's uh, Malice and mm-hmm. Pusha T, yeah. and then what ends up happening is that Malice um, comes to Christ, and he has a conversion experience, and basically he he stops, um, you know, he stops Click. carrying on the um, negative content that he was pushing before. And so now he no longer goes by malice, but he goes by no malice. Yeah, no malice. And so um, him and his brother don't necessarily work together as much anymore. Well, they haven't. They haven't. He, no. And he explicitly said he didn't expect to be on an album together. Right. No. Or even a track together. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why because That's why I'm surprised no one has talked about that. Again, maybe it's because it's the conversation around Kanye, but I'm just like, we're literally... I might post about it and see what people think, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm surprised. I was like listening to it. I'm like, wait a minute. I just realized that was Pusha T that was rapping. So, yeah. But yeah. Well, and and, and it comes up in the Zane Lowe interview only briefly, but, but he's like Kanye. I think Kanye said, you know, this was like, essentially Kanye was the only way he was going to get both of them on the same track Mm. because clips is now doing, or, Sorry, Pusha T is now doing a track that's in line with No Malice's worldview. Right. And did, I don't know if you guys noticed, there's a, a line in there where basically No Malice references his brother being away, like uh, an apostate or like away, you know, backslidden. Mm. No, I didn't. I, See, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta go back. I think I was just caught up in the fact that it was Eclipse. <laughs> it was just like, this is actually happening right now. But yeah, no, I didn't I didn't check that. So I actually really like that track, which surprisingly, I thought it was going to gr- like grow on me in a negative way because it almost sounds like the car door noise. Like beep, beep, beep is like part of the, the beep. Mm. There's it's like a beeping yeah. noise. But it's, it's, it's different, but it's not overbearing. Like I think, you know, the volume of the beep isn't too loud. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways... The, yeah, so that's one of the tracks that I've played o- a couple times, um, and I, I really, I actually really liked it. The the use this gospel, uh, I think it's track ten. Yeah, actually, it's funny. I mean, I, I forgot that Kenny G is on there too. So 
you know. It's always always good to have Kenny G on on the track. Oh yeah, no, everybody loved that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, in, you know, as I listened to the album, as I said, I liked it. I liked the sound of it overall. Um, I th- saw Darnell's post on social media. Uh, huh? What? Huh? Uh, what? Darnell uh, took took issue uh, with the lyrical quality. Um, lyrical miracle. So, so before I say my response, uh, Darnell, why don't you say your two cents? No, okay, well, okay, well, well, read out, read out, read out the quote for those for those who are following. Do good at Darnell on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook. If you're not on social media, um, I made a post. And what does it say, Joel? Do you have it there? Uh, I can, but I didn't have it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I made a a statement um on what I thought of the album. And I basically said that... Said it was trash. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, I said, um, I said I like the unsaved Kanye better. Yeah, I gotta hear it. Don't get it twisted. I'm glad he walking with the Lord, but the bars on Jesus is King seem a tad bit early CHH. I've heard better. I, I want to be wrong about this, so I can jump on the bandwagon. So share the best bars from the album with me. With a, with a couple emojis in there, of course. Yeah. And I and I I read it. I read it when you released that. I actually read it. I think around the same time. So I figured, you know, it's not gonna be a big deal or whatever. But boy, was I wrong. I <laughs> think blew up. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, this turned out differently than I expected." Yeah, a lot of people got mad. What'd you what you think? What'd you think, Joel? What'd you think, man? Because I because you because you gave me a, a crying emoji, man. Uh, I was like, well, because I hadn't heard the album yet. Like I I was like, you know, that was my exposure to the album. <laughs> that was me, right? So was was your? I was like, oh man, like I wanted it to be fire, right? Like you know, for the glory of God, right? Like. Um. Yeah, but I mean, your your Twitter basically there was a bit of a ghost. Nobody responded, but on uh, Facebook, you know, you and got Instagram like, and thirty six comments on Facebook. And it, yeah, and then I got a lot of feedback on Instagram. And and, and Anthony B Mitchell got his good post of uh, popcorn eating. Oh yeah, popcorn I, eating I, Michael I, Jackson. Yeah, I had to. I had to do it. I had yeah. to do it. Yeah. So um. So okay. So let me um break that down. Um, what I said, because you know, I'm sure there was people, you know, and they were good, you know, and these are people, you know, good friends of mine who were just coming at me and saying like they, you know, they're disappointed in what I had to say, and actually, uh, you know, somebody was uh, questioning my salvation. <laughs> about that, that that was hilarious. That yeah. part was just killed. yeah. Oh my goodness, man! I was like, wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's all, you know, I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion. It's cool. Um, this is this is what it, we've come to. Yeah, um, but I'm, I'm sure that person was coming from from a good place um, to say that. You know what I mean? So, I don't I don't mind I don't I'm mind sorry. being called out like that. Um, but so basically, <laughs> my my issue with the album was that, you know, I'm a I'm a big, you know, Kanye fan, and, you know, from his first, second, third, fourth album, just going forward, this is his ninth album. For those who don't know, um, Jesus is King, and yeah, and, and like he. I hold him in high esteem as, you know, a lyrical guy. Um, 
And, you know, I, you know, I guess I was hoping for, you know, the, the all around the world digital underground pock, the Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer of the rock. I took my chain, my 15 seconds of fame and came back next year with the hope can game. I was just like, ah, I wanted that. I wanted that, Kanye. I wanted that mayonnaise colored Benz. I pushed miracle whips. You know, I, I wanted that, Kanye. But and see, so when you're, I, you're asking, you're asking for that Kanye, not realizing that for him, that Kanye might bring him back to a bad place. Right? Um, don't you think? I, I mean, I, I, I no, and, and, no, and I, I want you, I, I want you to go into the argument because I do like we've had this conversation many times before, and I do like your argument in regards to, you know, why does Christian music doesn't have to be subpar? right it, it, mm-hmm. bring your best right yeah. why are we always expecting yeah. lowering the lowering so, the bars so. and and so the context is this because um you know for those people who don't listen to rap some of our listeners uh you know rap music is not like any other genre every other genre is based on how you sound but rap music is based on how you say what you say um and just like the lyrical punchlines and double entendres and so forth and so it, when i was listening to it it was just very um, basic Simple. and yeah. When I mean yeah. basic, I mean so. It was like I asked everybody. So when I asked people when I made that post, like yo, just send me the bars, and even the people who were disagreeing with me weren't even sending me bars. And even the guys who did send me the bars, I asked them, "Did you think this was hot when you sent me these verses?" And he's like, "Actually, no, they're not hot." But I love where his heart's coming from. So I'm not talking about his heart. That's nice. Praise God. And and technically, you know, Jason. Rapper Jason said it best. Just because you rap in the world doesn't mean you can rap for the king. Hmm. You know, that that's not a necessary necessary transition. Right? Yeah. So it, it was just one of those points where I was just like, okay, lyrically, um, it was subpar. And I'm looking at it in the context of because people were saying, Oh, you know, um, he's a he's a baby Christian. Um, he just came to the faith. It, it's not he's not gonna have that rich theology that Shylin has or Timothy Brindle. Um, but that that wasn't the point because you know i've been listening to you know christian hip-hop for a very long time and there's a lot of guys who who probably never even cracked the bible who's got some pretty dope verses about jesus and so it's not necessarily about his theology um but and i and i guess you know and he's and he said it in his interview you know what i mean he's he doesn't see himself as an entertainer and he's not here to entertain anybody so you know it's fine and he is where he's at and he just just did it as he did it but I don't think it's okay to give him a pass. Like there's, there's no participation award hip hop. Like Eshawn Burgundy said, hip hop is a competitive sport and I'm not handing out any participation award to anybody saved or not saved. If you, yeah. if you don't got the bars, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to hear the album. Right. And so I, I felt like, uh, you know, Kanye kind of left me hanging, uh, on, on, on this one. So, um, okay, again, do you think, do you think that might be your fault though? Yeah, because you you're because yeah. of for your, sure, for sure, your high for sure. expectation. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 for sure. But you know what I mean. Like if my peers send me an album, they get the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not I'm not gonna give Kanye a pat on the back. You know what I mean. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna hand those out. You guys can hand those. I'm not handing those out. Like I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not. If I want to listen to a, a worship album, I'll listen to Kirk Franklin or or Ty Chabret or or you know whoever. Mm-hmm. right you know what i mean i'm not i'm not I, I didn't i'm not pushing play to hear um jesus 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 save me jesus bless i don't want to hear that yeah. you know i just came off of listening to hoodie season three say lot of corner yeah you feel yeah. me see, you know see, what i mean you, like if you want bars <laughs> you 
want you bars. You want bars. <laughs> If you want bars, that, but that's like you like I was just listening to that like two weeks ago, so I'm just like okay, you know, or even like you know I, I consider Show Baraka one of the most one of our elites elites lyrically, yeah. and yeah. so now you know I'm and, you know, and I guess I was just really hoping that Kanye would, um, have that um, that fire, that you know that ambition that you know I'm at you know just ah coming at it but he didn't he did he didn't he didn't do that so it's okay i, I think and it's okay. i think you're i think i agree with what you're saying but i think mm-hmm. the expectation is just too soon yeah i think yeah. you just need to wait that's fine and that's all and that's okay you know what i mean and, and he's allowed to take an l he's allowed to take an l um for this <laughs> okay one. but no i don't right. think oh no, hey, hey, no, no it's okay no, it's okay it's i don't think right. he's, no, it's, it's okay. no l it's no l no it's not it's okay it's not an l it's not an l hey anthony hey anthony man we gotta Hey man, we gotta, pray. we gotta pray for Kanye. Stop this. Yes. We gotta pray for Kanye. Oh. Yes, we do. Yeah, that's Stop all. That's all we gotta do. We gotta. We gotta take it We gotta pray for his family. We gotta pray for the bars. Yes, that's true. Right? But he right? didn't take it okay. out. Pray for Stop the family. This. Pray for the bars. Stop this. All right, Stop that's, that's, that's what we're gonna do. All right. So, oh so what's everybody's gosh. two cents on this whole issue? What? what, what he didn't take it L. That's my two cents. He didn't take an L. That's my two cents. Stop well, recording now. I would say he took a big L, and I ain't talking about a cool J. <laughs> what? Wow. Mm. I, okay, he's a big whatever. L, and I ain't talking about a cool J. Wow. Okay. Uh, so okay, what's my two cents? My two cents. Oh, sure. Go ahead, Joel. Go ahead. Well, Joel. I was going to say, why are you judging a gospel album on a ra- as a rap album? Uh, Because he's a rapper, and rappers rap. Well, okay, so and, uh, but see, that's, that's even think, a confu- that's a, that's a confusing thing too as well, right? You're because Joel, you're saying gospel, and I'm thinking in my mind, I'm thinking gospel as in Tasha Cobbs, like Kirk Franklin, mm-hmm. or Ty Tribbett, or right. So, mm-hmm. but it's technically a rap album because he's rapping. It's, well, no, I mean he called right? it a, like he's like again. I got this maybe it's from the Zane Lowe interview, but it was like mm-hmm. he's like I'm not doing rap anymore. I'm, like I'm only doing gospel. And and but now I think, maybe and if, I think that's that's a, that's the thing like okay you know how you guys always do this on the on the on on Sixth Sense like on this podcast like you guys always say define your terms right mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's one of the issues that's happening here too as well because even in the Christian music industry and it's funny enough we, there was just recently a, an issue with uh, Kirk Franklin where um, Christian music there there's a, there's a uh, a, a tug of war between Christian music and gospel music, which has for for as long as we, I can remember, has basically been Christian is white, gospel is black. <laughs> but for me, growing up, I've always thought Christian music is the overarching title, and underneath it, you have CCM, you have gospel, you have uh, pop, you have um, you know reggae, whatever you name it, rock, all those different things. That's what I've always understood it as. But dealing with some of these industry um, people, like there's this this difference, which is so weird to me because it's like, no, this is Christian music. No, this is gospel music, which essentially is Christians white, gospels black. So I feel like for him, when he's saying gospel, I think it's probably even just the idea of um, it's more out of, oh, I'm I'm speaking about the Bible and this is the gospel, so my music is now gospel. It's not hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Does that does that make sense? No, no, 100%. And, like, I kind of actually threw that out there to, to kind of point out the fact, uh, like, to, to kind of get what you're saying too, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to, what to, how to interpret what he's saying. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like, part of it is, like, maybe he doesn't even know what he means, 
right? Like, mm-hmm. I think there's an aspect where the, you know, when he says gospel, he means a little bit more worship. And if if he's per- trying to produce a worship album, then that's where I think maybe that's what this qualifies as because it's this hybrid of a little bit of, you know... Wait, 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 push a T? That's what I'm saying. There's like this hybrid between like gospel and rap. And but so, see, that's, and then Darnell, you mentioned Pusha T and Pusha T do it. That's not new because then you have people like Tasha Cobbs who had Nicki Minaj on her album. You have people like Corin Hawthorne, who's a new gospel artist who who has, um, I think it's Yellow Yellow Bees or something like that. But one mainstream artist um, that's rapping on her music. You have Mary Mary who had LL Cool J on one of their old uh, old tracks, like the idea of of gospel music artists and like mainstream artists or what we'd call like a secular artist uh, kind of combining together is not exactly uh, a new thing per se but again it's it's this it's again i think it goes back to the whole defining terms which i feel like we're just throwing around terms well, that's why really you're understanding. here that's why you're here you're the professional right. Right, no, that's true. But again, it's 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 also I could define these things, and I'm saying that this is what this is. But again, you have a lot of other people that are like, well, no, actually, it's it's this. So with with Kanye, again, going back to what Joel was saying with Kanye, he might not even understand completely what he's saying as well. Again, I think I think it's just because he's, you know, you know, kind of gotten the gospel, received the gospel, and he's like, well, my music is a reflection of that, so therefore, I'm doing gospel music. I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, his progression. Um, I think he's in a very worship phase um, because of his, you know, like recent conversion. Um, There's also the whole like he's referenced this album as like Sunday service. Mm -hmm. Right. And, And so I'm curious to see if in the future he he actually produces a let's call it a a rap a christian rap album um and and then you can actually maybe judge you know more in lines of maybe what darnell's hopes and expectations were Mm -hmm. um at the same time like so to come back around i would say i've and and maybe i was poisoned by my buddy who i'm gonna reference uh, a guy I went to university with, Ahmed, always used to rip into Kanye about his lyrics. Because comparing him to like Jay Z and Eminem, he, he like the comment he I can always remember him making and and eight oh eight and Heartbreaks was the, the album at the time, I think, was that like he would just make up words in order to make things rhyme. And so I don't know. I've never li- considered Kanye to be a lyrical genius. But I have considered him to be a musical genius mm-hmm. because of yeah. the production that goes along with the 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 rap or the you know the song in general. Um, so the way that he makes the music sound underneath the lyrics, even if the lyrical content is sketchy, based on my you know the comments I, I'm referencing. Um, so I don't know, Darnell. Where, when I say that, how does that fit with? I mean, I know you've pulled out a couple good punchlines um, from him already, but like, do you agree that you know he isn't necessarily 
necessarily considered a, a lyrical genius, but oh, yeah. he's really the, the um, musical I, genius. Um, I, 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 I got I get a split from everybody. Um, there's some people who don't give him credit, and there's people who do. Um, I get a split, um, but I think. I, th- I think I think it's his wittiness as well, um, but but you can't I'm no, you can't sleep on it. I mean, even he has a line where he says, um, "We can't cop cars without seeing cop cars." Mm, yeah. We can't cop cars without seeing cop cars. You know, little stuff like that. You know, little uh, wordplay like that. It's just really it's really dope. But um, yeah, I, like I said, I I I respect him as as a lyricist, and um, there's some artists. Many artists who try to not just copy his production, but his whole style. Yeah. Um, even just his success sp- speaks for itself. Even the fact that he can rhyme side by side with, you know, Jay Z, one of the greats, and even Jay respects him lyrically. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, but my two cents, I feel like, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy he's converted, and that, you know. Just like every everybody else, we have to just be patient, and and only time will tell, and that's okay. And I feel like the most important part about all this is Jesus is King, and that the album came out. The album is heresy free. Praise God for that. People are enjoying it. People are in loving it. Um, it's going viral. I love it. Um, but the most important part is that you know it's it's sparking the conversation because it raises the question, you know. Jesus is king like it like okay well what does that mean so for those of us who are Christians you know we got to be on mission now Mm -hmm. so when we do um, engage people at the barbershop and all these other things we got to be able to say okay Jesus is king Um, so like what does that mean right so it means that you know all power and authority has been given to him Matthew 28 18 Mm -hmm. Uh, right so kings reign so what do we make of Jesus's reign in light of all the inequality we see in the world, right? Because one thing to say he's sovereign, but we're like, okay, but the world's a messed up place. So what kind of king is he? Is he failing? By no means, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Jesus, remember, so, so, so Jesus is a king. He has a kingdom. Jesus has three objectives for his kingdom. The redemption of his people, um, freedom from their sin. That's one. Two, freedom from demonic spirits. And then three, uh, the final establishment of the new heavens, new earth. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's his agenda. And it's important to get the agenda right because um, the coming of the kingdom did not mean that it would be doing away with the conflict between uh, good and evil or bringing about a utopia. That's not part of the plan. Right? <laughs> right? So, so, so the bottom line is Jesus is king and he's winning. And if you're not submitted to his kingship, you're losing. Yeah. Right. So, right. So now if you're a Christian, how do you judge the success of the kingdom? Well, it's not by your timeline. It's not by your Twitter timeline. It's not by your Instagram timeline. It's not by your your Facebook. If you are interpreting God's kingdom through that lens, you're losing. Mm. Right. So it's it's very think about it like conversions. The things that God's kingdom is about conversions, churches being planted. Is that going to be viral? Is that going to be blowing up in your timeline? Would that be a trending hashtag on your Twitter feed? No. Mm-hmm. Right. So, 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 as people who are part of His kingdom, who are submitted to this plan, right? We have eyes to see and ears to hear, so that we're discerning and seeing the true fruits of Jesus' full reign and what He's concerned with. And when He comes back, right, He's going to restore everything to the way it should be. 
So again, Jesus is king. Let's be on the winning team, submit ourselves to his kingship and represent the kingdom and articulate it to unbelievers who are asking, okay, what does this Jesus is king thing mean? Of course, now Kanye, you know, Kanye didn't articulate these things in the album, but we can articulate it for him as he continues to develop his theology. And that's my two cents. Darnell, preacher Darnell spitting fire. Bo, 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 da, 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 ha, da, 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 now pass the collection plate. No, no, really, no, really, I'm not kidding. Pass the collection plate. We need, we need some support, financial support for the, for six cents support. So all the six centers out there, man. Look, man, we need some financial support, man. Yeah, I forget I those five percenters. Huh? Wow. Forget those five percenters. It's all about the six centers right now, man. Well, Anthony, thank you for coming on, man. Um, Let the people know how they can reach you, man, and what you're doing. Um, You can follow the work that I'm doing on Overflow Refill on Instagram, Overflow Refill on Twitter as well, and on Facebook. But I will be honest, right now we're working mostly off of Instagram. Um, You can follow us on our playlist on Spotify um, under Overflow Music as well as Apple Music. Um, if you just type in overflow music, you'll find our playlist there and our user page there too. So, um, yeah. And also we have a pod, a podcast currently called beyond the music, uh, with, uh, one of our, with our hosts, Josh McCabe. Um, so you can check out his podcast as well. And, um, the website is overflow, um, wow. Overflow ministries group, uh, dot org. And you can find you'll basically find kind of what we're what we're up to, what's going on. And of course, Joel, I'll, I'll send you the, the information so you can add the, the links um, in the description. Perfect. But um, but yeah, that's that's where I'm up to right now. That's where I'm at. And if you're also I mean, on outside of that, if you're looking to get your podcast started, too, as well, um, you can email me at Madden Mitchell Media at Gmail dot com. Um, we can definitely have a conversation there and uh, I can get you started the same way I did with Joel and Darnell for Six Sense Report. And Sean, yep. Eddie, and me and uh, Dollar yes, Savvy. Yes, shout out to Shayan, Um doing the Dollar Savvy podcast. And I know, actually, no, I won't say nothing. Never mind. There's a, there's, a, <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's a nice episode, depending on when this is released, that's coming up that I'm excited about. So, yeah. But thanks so much uh, for having me on, guys. And um, yeah, again, this... Like you, you said it. You said it all right there, uh, Darnell. Like I think uh, Jesus is King. That's kind of just it's simple. It's as simple as that. You know, it's it's black and white like the Three Stooges. You know what I mean? Or black and white like Joel and Darnell yeah. and the there we, go. there we go. There we go. There we go. So <laughs> you're not editing uh, that out. You're definitely not editing that out. No. no. Okay. No. Six cents makes change. No big deal. We're living in an age where someone could be fired for what they think if they say it out loud. That's the age. Wake up. This is 2019. This is where we are at right now. This is what Dave Chappelle's whole point was. Stop killing the art. The artists are supposed to express themselves to be able to have that eternal three-year-old at all costs. People say, oh, this is gonna kill your brand. But my brand is expressing how I feel, whether it's in line 
with what you thought the brand was even two days ago. A smart man has the ability to pivot and say, I think something different now. I don't think this because this was the culture. I don't think North should wear crop tops just because I had her wearing a slip dress when she was two years old. I think and feel differently now, now that I am Christian. But you heard me, does that make sense?